Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Today's podcast is sponsored by one of our favorite products, Almond Cow. We've been using it for well over a year, and I say we, mostly my husband, Mark, who is mooing. Honey, what are your thoughts about Almond Cow? <laughs> this is the Moo Man. He's back. <laughs> I love the Almond Cow because we know how great it is. Anything that you could can make a plant-based milk with, you're set. And I just have it. I don't need to make make that much. It's just sitting in the pantry. And then when we're ready, I just make it. It takes a minute. Because it, it tastes so good. It tastes so good. And for those of you who are thinking about it, let me tell you why. There, there are no added preservatives, any kind of artificial stuff. You put in it what you want. You can sweeten it to your taste. It is so easy to make, so easy to clean up. And it's pure gold. It really is. And they give you a lot of recipes on the Almond Cow website. You have the recipe, so you don't have to think, you don't have to go anywhere to find it. It's there for you. Yes, we love it so much. So if you're interested in getting your own, go check out the link or just go to their site, almondcow.co, and you can use code LARA, L-A-R-A, for extra savings. Go get yourself one and have fun. Good movement and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a lit yoga podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through smarter and safer movement patterns so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Welcome to Wednesday Q&A, where you all ask the question, and we answer with joy, with enthusiasm, with curiosity, and with our own opinions. So I'm joined, as always, by my beautiful, talented, intelligent co-host, Kristen Williams. Hey, everybody. Hey, Laura. Hey, so hey. Oh, so good to be here. Okay. Here we go. This is from um, Emma. Hi, Laura and Kristen. Adore you both. Love lit and podcast. I feel like I'm surrounded by inert people. My husband, my family, my coworkers. I'm not a teacher, but want to ask how to encourage others in your life to get off their bums and move. Signed, frustrated and concerned for humanity. <laughs> so cute. Oh, my gosh. You're not alone. Not You're alone. not alone, Emma. Oh, my gosh. Well, that is, it is, it's hard when, I mean, it sounds like you've been practicing lit, you feel the joy of it, and it's hard when you're doing something, whether it's this or or you're, you know, biking and swimming or on a soccer, whatever it is, and other people in your life, especially in your kind of inner circle is what it sounds like, are not 
doing it because you can feel the different in energy. Like if I'm around Kristen, like we, it's like we multiply our energy, you know? But if I was around somebody who was really kind of inert, like you're describing, it would be more of a pull for me. And so um, I can, I can sympathize with that. I don't have that because I have a husband who is like, you know, and, and Kristen's husband as well. So I, I think f from my experience with other people who've had this, um, keep modeling it, you know, keep modeling it, um, invite some people to, you could be like, have something fun. Like I'm going to have a, a, you know, yoga and lunch class or a lit and lunch class or, or something, whether it's, you maybe start off with the coworkers or friends who are not as moved, you know, and, and pick something 20 minutes. Um, I find this when I have been working in corporate settings. There's so many people from all ages, let me tell you, young people as well, who just haven't been moving enough. And so starting off small, like small little doses, because then they'll feel a little bit different. They'll feel that little bit of energy that you have. And that is something that'll want they'll want to come back what well, what we don't want to do whether it's your husband or your coworker, is is get them wrangle them in with any kind of pressure and then have them feel really unsuccessful because that's like a double whammy so i think just figure out a way maybe of like making it a fun event and you know with i think with partners i'm going to say that's probably a little hands off like i don't know if there's any good um advice for that because it's just you could say it would really mean a lot if you just joined me today for this 20-minute class because it makes me feel so good and I want to help you. I think if it's like that kind of invitation, it can be really lovely. And don't give up because we have seen this time and time again. People whose partners have watched them for months, if not years, and then suddenly decide they're interested. So it's it can be like the buildup can be a while. So I think modeling it is really important. And then maybe having some fun around it where you have like some kind of like get together. That would be, or do it in the office. Yeah, no, I agree completely. You've got to start small because people really get discouraged um, and don't understand coming out of the gate how, you know, like we understand the importance of of feeling confused and then growing and, you know, like the the benefit of that. Um, we see that happen with lit. People get uh, a little bit freaked out. All of a sudden, we're asking them to do things that aren't what they expect in their traditional lit yoga early in tr tr traditional yoga class that maybe does the same twenty six postures. People like repetition. People like, um, you know, to be unsurprised. I guess mm -hmm. that's the word. Mm -hmm. So you know, I, I have worked with. You know, younger people who just they don't want to do it it's hard but if you start small and then all of a sudden they start to see they see growth quick that's the beauty you know like when someone is very inactive they're they're you know the the in the improvements are light years quicker than when someone is you kind of plateau as you start to get really active and you stop to see the benefits but you know, that, that's what we see in physical therapy. So physical therapy is a classic way that people are, they come, the doctor tells them to come, they come, we don't want to be here. And then all of a sudden, they're forced to come because they got to do that in order to get X, Y, or Z. And then they start to realize that they feel better. And then, okay, well, now can I do this at home? And then you can kind of start that conversation. So like, I love what you said, invite them to do something super short, 20 minutes, um, and make it fun. 
that's key. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, that's not threatening. And, and you know, you can do, yeah. And we, I mean, Krista and I created a six-week program for this person, for, for the inert people. And it's called Six Week Build Your Capacity. And build your capacity is building your capacity. It's all the things that you can hold that hold your energy, hold your vitality, your endurance. And that um, plays out in so many ways. And it really hits a lot of different marks. So it has some lifestyle tips in there. It starts off 15 minutes, but people could certainly do less than that. And so you could even purchase one for your for your office or something like that. And and just it it's really yeah, it's important to start and meet people where they are and to be encouraging because no one wants to be not that you're doing this, but it's hard like when you're just when you see it and you see like, oh, my husband's not moving, my coworkers aren't moving, my family, like what's going on? Um, but it it's it's hard to be like the positive patty and be like, come on, but you just having some kind of um fun teaser with it that they can also feel the success is really important yeah and if anybody else has uh, like we we have a lot of people in our lit fam if you have any suggestions but i i think they would echo what i said which is also be patient because you never yeah. know like the modeling what you're doing and when we see this too we get people like how do you have so much how are you able to do this and i'll just give a couple piece of advice i'm not going to tell them my r- entire routine because it's unique for me but if i can say hey this really helps me a lot if i make sure i hydrate or if I make sure that I every day I move for 15 minutes, you know, it's just yeah. it gives. Of course, I'm probably doing a lot more than that, but I'm doing, I'm sharing a little bit because they're asking, but I'm also making it inviting. Yeah, because it's uh, fun. Yeah, it's fun. All, All right, right. You, you have a question. Yeah, we do. Um, so one of our teachers over in Europe, Denise, wrote in. She said, "I would love for you and Laura to brainstorm something for me. I'm looking for inspiration and motivation." And she works with horses. So she says, our pony injured himself. He's okay and he'll be fine, but his recovery will take months. And all that we can do regarding exercise and movement in this time will be walking on flat, solid ground. There will, of course, be lots of cuddling for him and carrots, gentle stretching, mobilization, fascia release, silly tricks, etc. I got him, she says, but what about me? Ah, I need ah. to substitute our regular movement, which is riding, walking, running together on varied ground, on varied ground for me. I want to be ready when he comes back from his injury. I estimate that we'll slowly start back mid-June again. I want to use this time to explore and improve across the movement spectrum. His injury frees up two of my resources, time and energy. No planning for his training, take care of him, et cetera, et cetera. So what do I do? Both specific suggestions and general advice are welcome and have fun with it. I have lots of ideas, but I know that you'll have excellent advice and I'm looking forward to your perspective. I love this question. I do too. Well, we have... Yeah. Always had a lot of equestrians who mm-hmm. love lit and they usually, you know, they're always up front. Like I'm doing this to help my writing. <laughs> you know, like this is all about the writing. So continue with that. And and like I think that speaking of build your capacity, we have a bridge um, series that's on the site and you just type in bridge for the search. Those are awesome because that's going to be giving you there's a mobility, there's a stretch, there's a high intensity training so you can get your keep your heart rate up but they're all about 15 to 20 minutes. So I would definitely utilize that section. And I also, um, just thinking outside the box, postnatal series is so amazing. doesn't matter if you're a female, ever had a baby, et cetera, because it's great for the pelvis core integration, which is so, I, I've recommended this to, um, you know, dressage, rider, riders, um, 
regular um, horseback riders because it that kind of feeling that you want to have of being connected to the horse uh, is it really the the that helps so much all the the prenatal it's the postnatal series so those are the two that I would really recommend. I don't know about you, but when I think of vacation, it's not quite complete if I'm not doing some movement, if I'm not getting out and having an experience. Why not join us for a vacation and move your body, laugh, experience joy with us in Europe this summer? That's right. The Lit Team is coming to Europe. We start off in Paris, France, July 15th through 16th. Ooh la la. We have two classes there. Prime Your Power and Find Your Lift. We also have some excursions like private wine and vegan cheese tasting and a Sunday brunch. Then we head on to Frankfurt, Germany, July 18th through 20th. There I'm doing three classes, Power of the Pull, Master Soas, and Set to Launch. We also have a private guided bike tour that you can join us on. So it's not just in the studio, but outside. We congregate. We laugh. We experience good food. We have fun. And then finally, we will end up in Salzburg, Austria, July 22nd and 23rd. There will be three classes there, Sustainable Shoulders, Better Backbending, and Spark. And then you can join us, I'm so excited for this, on a private Sound of Music bike tour. That's right. You can do things in the studio, outside the studio, move your body, learn from us. You don't have to be a Lit Daily subscriber. You don't even have to ever practice Lit. But do you want to know more about your body? Do you want to have hope for your future self by actually learning educational tools while having such a great time with us? So join us. Go visit the show notes and sign up. Remember, we're going to be in Paris, Frankfurt, and Salzburg. And we'd love, love, love to have you join us. I agree completely because I mean, when you think about horseback riding, there's a there's a lot of core control that's that's mm-hmm. needed. You know, I mean adductor strength and and it's it's such a unique sport that um as I've worked with with Denise and 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 you know what we worked really hard on is is you know her kind of body awareness. And so I think she's afraid I'm gonna lose all of that. And so you know balance work. Things like, you know, where she has to be moving in space and, you know, use some feedback, use a mirror, use, you know, where you can see, am I able to move well while I'm, while I'm shifting my weight? Cause that's what's happening on a horse every time, you know, you're shifting. You can even get on a, an, an exercise ball and do, you know, movement stuff where you have to stabilize on that ball. Cause I think that that's the, that's the stuff that's hard to replicate without a horse. Yeah, um, it's a lot of that balance and 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 core control. Um, the chair, I, I think. A, yeah, a yeah. Ball video, the ball video. You have a ball video. Uh, not Maria's chair stuff, which is amazing. But I created three or four chair classes that are really great for mobility, strength, and they're fun. They're just different. They'll they'll be. So I think again, just to to keep you energized and you know curious when you're having to be patient is really important. And a lot of times when people can't do their thing, they have to do something else, they'll come back and actually you'll have a renewed sense of like connection. Um, We see this when people have been injured and instead of running, they have to swim or they have to do 
like cross training and then they come back and their running's even better after an injury because they've done cross training. So yeah, I would think of that as cross training. So I love the ball idea because that is going to be more, more of a kind of simulation. Yeah. Okay. We have another question from Sarah. I love lit and the podcast. I feel so much better after 10 months of lit. My chronic neck and back, back pain is gone. My question is that I notice when I go to in-person classes, whether it's yoga, Pilates, strength training, I tend to get a little bit of the pain again afterwards. So is this in my head or how do I deal with this? Up my lit to four times a week. I'm currently doing two to three times a week. I will do whatever. I would be fine with more lit, but was just thinking I needed to add more different classes in my routine, but maybe not, question mark. Second guessing it. You're the best. We'll follow you anywhere and anything you tell me with lots of love and gratitude. Very sweet. Um, I love that. I, mean, yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with, you know, cross training like she's mm-hmm. doing. You know, uh, What I would recommend, Sarah, is, you know, do some sort of a reset before you do this. That's what I do every time because my husband and I, whenever we travel, I get excited. I like to go to other yoga studios just to see what are other people doing? What, you know, what is firing people up? And I am nine times out of 10 appalled by how lack of preparation there is. And so I just learned that we get there early. Both my husband and I, we sit there. People look at us like we're crazy because we're doing our, our, our stabilizer abs. I'm doing dolphin. We're doing a wrist prep. Um, I don't do down there on the wall. That would be weird. But, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm definitely doing a solid 10 minute reset before. And that has been my, my, my method of then, you know, doing other types of yoga without hurting myself because I'm ready for it. And then I also modify, you know, and um, I will look around the room. I just went, we were at uh, down in Kentucky and we, and we went to one and all the cues to look up toward your hand and to get down to the floor. I don't do it and I'm okay with that. You know, I don't bring my thigh parallel in a, in a, in a high crescent lunge or a warrior. And people, it's funny because they look at me like, because then I'll be on my hands and they're, holy crap, she's really strong. But then I'm not doing these deep poses. And I think I I definitely present like a, we don't understand what, what is she thinking? So modify and then reset. What else do you say, Laura? I, I totally agree. And, you know, the other thing I would say is don't think that you have to do other things unless you want to do other things. Like if, yeah. they, if you enjoy them, do exactly what Kristen said. Just make sure you add a little bit more element. And then, and sometimes this is more challenging, especially in a group class, but you know, feel comfortable, modif- you know, doing what you feel is right for your body as opposed to maybe what is instructed. Um, but if you want to amp up and do, you know, three to four times a week and then do one other class, you, you play. I would say play around with kind of the formula. I think we all figure out a little bit of a recipe that works for us. And um, that and but my other, I guess, plug for lit is that we do so much diverse movement and adding like plyometrics and adding inversions and all those things that we are really getting a lot of the um, kind of cross training benefits. So if you, you know, maybe try just doing lit for a while and see what that feels like, but do what makes you happy. And if it makes you happy to go to a group class and, you know, just knowing that that might be something that's triggering some of that issue, the back stuff, just go, just think of like all the lit principles that we go through and just apply them there. Again, it can be um, interesting and challenging, especially if people are doing something different. But um, like Kristen said, it'll be fun for them just to be like, what is she doing? 
at the end of the day, most people aren't thinking about anybody else but themselves. So don't worry yeah, about but... it. <laughs> That's Very always like that. Yeah, right. Okay, we got a final quick question here. This is uh, anonymously. I have a question. Maybe it's suitable for the podcast. I listen to it regularly and love it. Um, thoughts on PNF. I'm very familiar with this technique, however, strongly depends on who. I'm asking this since my colleague, who's a yoga Pilates instructor, not physio, offers this as a private for 60 to 90 minutes. It's popular and clients seem to like it, but my physio brain doesn't. Doesn't seem safe to do it for so long, nor necessary for the whole body and for virtually anyone. Thoughts? My Most clients are just average people and not athletes. So PNF is, um, you want to explain what that is? Yeah. So it's, it's, it stands for proprioceptive neuromuscular facilitation. And so this is what's interesting because we don't quite have enough information on what type of PNF they're doing. And the only reason this is kind of sparking my brain right now is one of my friends is starting to be trained at um, a stretching place. I won't give the names. I don't want to, but you guys know what it is. There's, I think there's only really one big, you know, stretching uh, company out there and she's being trained and she said they utilize PNF. And so you know, I think that there are two types of PNF. There is PNF where you could be strengthening, you know, against resistance, manual resistance, what I would guess she's doing. But you can also use it almost more like a contract relax um, for for stretching, um, where it becomes more of like a dynamic stretch. So, you know, do I see the benefit in that? Uh, I mean, 60 to 90 minutes, that's not like a long time. Um, and what I don't like about it is it is dependent upon the person who's giving the resistance in any form of that strengthening. So it becomes very, oh, you have to come see me because you cannot do this on your own. And I'm not a fan of that. Even in the clinic, I will do it with someone, but then I will actually give them a version like with a with a band or with a weight just so they can at least, you know, do some of it on their own, even though it might not be the exact same effect as if someone's hands on. Um, so my first thing is, I wonder if it's a combination of stretching and str and strengthening. Uh, my biggest issue with it is that it's dependent upon the person doing it. So arguably, it seems like there's more value. Um, but is there really more value when you can do a lot of PNF movements like we do in LIT, um, where, which is much more functional because you're not relying upon somebody else? What else do you have to say about that? Right. So I think just to be clear to everybody that's listening, imagine like these diagonal movements because that's how our body, our body moves in a variety of ways. And we tend to be lacking in some of those more oblique diagonal movements and that a person would be resisting you throughout that range so that you're getting strong throughout the range. So in theory, again, sounds great, but to do for 69 minutes seems preposterous to me. Um, it seems like a good thing to have somebody rely, you know, rely on you for. Um, it's like relying on getting a 60 to 90 minute massage. Are you going to do that every day? Are you going to do that every time? No, most people would do it maybe once a month at the most. Um, anything that requires someone else to do something to you, even if there's a benefit, you're also losing some of the inherent brain mapping, which is this is what it's all about. Proprioceptive neuromuscular facilitation. That's what it stands for. You can do that, like you said, with a band, with the wall, doing the actual movement patterns, holding them bringing them through in different ranges, adding some, um, you know, weights on the end of it. But it's, um, yeah, I think that some of these things are just, they, they're, they're just, it's like taking something that is, that is good in a small dose and, and thinking like, let's just macro dose it. And it's like, eh, gimmicky, well, gimmicky. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there you go. That's our opinion, but Hey, um, 
you know, always convince us otherwise if you want to write in anybody. Well, as always, we love you. We're so grateful for your questions. Write us. You can write right at support at lityoga.com and we get those questions. You can also reach us on Instagram. Yep. You can reach Laura at laura.hyman or me at kbwilliams99 or write directly to our Redefining Yoga podcast. Uh, DM that and they'll send it to us and we will get to you as soon as we can as we just kind of work through our little list. You can yes. also, you know, rate, review, and subscribe. That would help and share the podcast. You know, we we think we have a lot of good stuff to say and um, I think your friends might appreciate it, especially if people just have questions about their body. That it's amazing how much there is to learn and um, how that can benefit the whole entire world to know more about how to move well. Yes, let's do it together and let's get lit. So if you haven't joined, you know, it's never too late. Go try our free trial and write us and let us know what you think. We want you in the family. All right. As always, we're pulling for you. We're pulling for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.